I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's going on, campers? Rise and shine. It is Monday. It is I, Adam Carr, here with Horribly Hollywood Singles, some of the worst dating stories told by some of the best guests in Hollywood. Yes, it's crazy. There's a pandemic, Black Lives Matter movement. Everything is going on right now. But guess what also is going on? Bad dates. And of course, I have a fantastic guest here today. She is also a host with After Buzz from the After Buzz family. So excited to have her on today. Uh, she's a trailblazer, kicking ass. I just want to say she is the first trans woman of color to launch her own beauty brand in this country. She's kicking ass. Jayla Rocks, ladies and gentlemen. Jayla, welcome. Yes. You make me sound so cool in that intro. Like, can I just get that clip and put that in my reel? No, I, <laughs> I'll, I'll do whatever you want. I have a thing for people who see a situation and go, you know what? Not only can I make it better, but no one's even thought of doing this angle before. So thank you so much. I'm really excited to hear yes. everything you're doing. First off, how are you? Hi. I Listen, I've been great. Despite the whole quarantine, I've been like in the house, picking up new habits. I, I have two new house plants. So I've been taking so much good care of them. So they have all of my attention right now. And, you know, I've been trying to stay sane. Yeah, stay sane. I was listening on uh, Roxy Stryer when you were talking about, I'm going to start with a house plan. So now you have two. Have you moved up to? Yes, I'm moving on up. So, okay. So the first one I had um, was a celery. And rest, and I named her Celerite with a T. So Celerite is no longer with us. Um, So she's been replaced by two new plants and they are thriving and doing well. So, you know, moving on up. (laughs) Just real quick, we want to have a moment of silence for Celerite. Oh, she was a good one. She was, she was very loyal. And I think I looked at her the wrong way and then she just like wilted over. So You burn calories just watching her grow. That's how great of a plant she was. (laughs) Right. Really fantastic. Well, uh, how is, just, uh, where did you grow up? Tell me a little bit about you. I know you grew up in the South, but tell me your, uh, where you're from. Yes. Now, now, did I tell you I was from the South or can you hear it in my, in my, people that have accents. So do I have a Southern twang? There might be a slight twang, but to me, it's just very like sweet. And it's just, it reminds me Uh, of like like your Yes, I'll take it. Um, yeah, so I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised. Um, yeah, so that was like, you know, my whole my whole family's back in Atlanta. And I lived in Jacksonville for uh, three years. And that was, those were like my formative years. Like, I guess being at home, I kind of just was like a stagnant peach there. But moving to Florida, I had to shake some things up. I met some new, like lifelong friends that I still talk to. And this, those were like my, the time where I kind of like for the first time ever lived by myself or, you know, live far away from my parents. So I like to say that that those are my formative years. And now I'm over here in LA causing, causing havoc. So how long have you been in LA? Um, about two and a half years going on three. You're fresh. You're, you're a babe. I'm fresh off the boat. Right. (laughs) You're fresh off the Jacksonville uh, yes everglades whatever is going on yeah. I, my grandparents lived in jacksonville so i used to the ponte vedra country club i i swam many a day at that pool um let's see so uh, everything going well are you saying like obviously you said you have some new routines but the last couple of weeks 
Um, obviously, there's a lot going on. Are you are you feeling good? Or are you feeling what's what's the feeling? Tell me what's what's your vibe. Yeah, um, I I feel good about it. We've always been preaching to ourselves. I feel like we kind of manifested this year because we were saying like you know 2020 is going to be the year of clarity and the things that we want to see and want for ourselves and we got that unfortunately it's through protest and exposing races but hey it's clarity so when have we ever achieved i think any progress in this country by raising our hands asking nicely especially the marginalized anyone who's a minority when does anything happen without protesting without I, I, and I, I just don't think it's really ever happened in the history of our country that we, yeah. we just get things because we make a concise, clear argument and ask nicely. But I got the chance to watch yesterday um, Freedom of My Mind. It's a documentary about the freedom writers, about, you know, getting the treat, making sure that African-Americans were first class citizens. So I got the chance to watch it yesterday. And that movie was back in the 90s, about the 60s. And it was the same exact thing that we see now. The people are throwing shit into the, you know, the, the businesses and the stores and people wanting. And, and, and it wasn't just one. It wasn't just one sided. It was people from all over that came together and no matter what race or religion. And they all came together and stood up for what was right. And I feel like history is, is repeating itself now. And I find it to be like. Grat- like I find gratitude in all of it and <clears throat> you know and I, I I see it in the ways of like we've always been saying this and now that people are finally taking a stand and listening we're on the right path yeah it kind of reminds me um a little bit I feel like what I think it was 2014 2015 when gay marriage was legalized and do you remember Ellen she had like a bunch of advertisers suddenly pulling from her show and then just mm-hmm. everyone was like, no, 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 you start doing that. We're not going to buy from JCPenney anymore. We're not going to do this. And then they realized because everyone was speaking out and everyone was united, it had already switched. So it didn't matter if you were arguing on the losing side anymore. They were like, if you want to, you're not going to have a business and you're not going to survive economically. So I feel like that's the, it's, uh, I feel like what uh, Dave Chappelle said, like we've reached a critical mass, like enough people. Yeah have all come together and said, no, it's moving this way now. So if you want to stay back over here, you know, in the fifties or when it was the good old days, you can do that. Um, but no one's going to buy from you. No one's going to want to engage because it, like, I think you've said a couple of times, you know, if one of us isn't safe, then all of us aren't safe. That's absolutely. And I try to preach that all the time. So fantastic. Well, let's, uh, delve in here. Uh, there's a singlesociety.com. It's a blog. I read about bad dates because bad dates happen in Los Angeles, of course. I don't know. We haven't really talked as much before, but I dated a sex addict for a while. I took out a homeless girl by accident. I got blackmailed on uh, Filipino Cupid because I was stupid and drunk. Uh, I just used to do a lot of stupid things because I think I was so desperate for love and attention that I just looked for it in uh, all the wrong places. But oh, have so- yeah, see, I... I- <laughs> I made Dave LaRock speechless. I am proud. So uh, you were like, oh, (laughs) okay. So uh, you're about to tell me you're not feeling well. I can't finish the interview. It's okay. But uh, I'm going to go into this blog post uh, that's about a bad date uh, that someone wrote about. And uh, please, like, let's talk. Tell me. Give me your two cents. um, Let's do it. Okay, cool. 
Connor and I uh, connected in person after several weeks of chatter via the Hinge app, what my friends used to say I was hanging by every time I went on that app, at a rooftop bar on a beautiful summer afternoon. It was this afternoon that I realized what a terrible dating pool it is out there, literally and figuratively. Have you noticed, by the way, is the dating pool since quarantine, has your dating life just, is it tanked? Is it, are things better? Are you talking like what? Oh, honey, it's shark tanked. I haven't been seeing anybody, but Jack Daniels, Jose Cuevo, you know, those type of guys. <laughs> those sometimes Rose, we don't know, just spice it up. Yes, yeah. sometimes Captain Morgan. I like captains, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I prefer a colonel, but you know what? A captain will do. A captain will a do. Captain will do. Captain will do. That's, yeah, that's going to be the theme of this uh, <clears throat> episode. A captain will do. All right. My last work meeting went into overtime, so I found myself hastily trotting down the unkempt uh, sidewalk of the garment district of Manhattan in my black stilettos. There we go. I finally arrived at an obnoxiously overcrowded roof deck to fight my way to the bar in search of my date. A deep and husky voice called out my name from the corner of the bar, and I found myself pleasantly surprised by the suitor who sat before me. Connor looks like your typical corn-fed Nebraskan boy, complete with his gingham button-up shirt snugly wrapped around his ample biceps and what appeared to be hazy blue eyes behind his mirrored aviators. Do you have a type? Does the big voice muscle cornbread I, boy does do anything? Yes, I like a good cornbread boy. I'm like I'm a southern girl, so I like oh, yeah. like I'm I, I'm here for I, I can appreciate a good six pack, but I like the like the beefy body more. You know oh, what I mean? I'm kind of yeah, going for the, yeah, because I want to, I want to be able to lay on it and be able to like snug like a beanbag. I don't want to lay, yeah, I don't want to lay on like a pile of rocks or a pile yeah. of remotes. It's not cool. It's not Just good. Bob of goo. You want? It's yeah. bad for the neck. Yeah. <laughs> bad for the neck and a captain i stood there waiting for him uh okay so she comes up to him i stood there waiting for him to stand up from his stool and engage in the ubiquitous and awkward first date embrace but to no avail the jackass who just sits there do you prefer do you like the door held open all the nice southern gentlemanly things or does it bother you i don't i don't really care um stock of that? yeah because i i walk fast anyway so I just end up opening my own door because I open up my own door to get in my car. So, like I live by myself. So I've opened up plenty, a lot of doors by myself. So <laughs> I'm good because there has been a time where I would just stand there and wait for somebody. And then we're just both standing looking at the door. So I just open it myself. <laughs> Who wouldn't open the door for you? All right. Connor <laughs> remained comfortably seated. Sounds like a jackass. While I stood and fought for the bartender's attention. Sorry, bud. I would let you sit down, but I am mad hungover. Bud? Did you just call me Bud? We chatted back and forth about this and that, but I noticed most of Connor's uh, attention was focused solely on the screen of his iPhone for an extended period of time. Great. Sounds like a narcissistic jackass in financial stuff. So a typical uh, New York guy. Do you need to make a call or something, I asked, drawing attention to the fact that his behavior was rather tasteless? Oh, no. I was just reading this article about me. I was interviewed for this really prestigious financial journal, he boasted. So when you obviously you had your Forbes article come out, was that something you like to like use if you're trying to go out on a date? Would you ever bring that up or has anyone brought that up to you of like, oh, I saw you in the Forbes article. Would you like to go grab a drink? Uh, okay. Well, we call those people chuckle fuckers. Um, so I have a, a, a vast amount of friends who are on TV and who do all the fun things. Mm -hmm. And we have to be beware of people who are only interested in those things. Like for me, the Forbes article, 
I've only posted it maybe once. And then I was like, you know, it came and went, it was my birthday present, you know, all that kind of thing. So I don't lead with that. That's not cool. It's not cute. Like right. let people, when people, cause I'm going to Google you anyway, before I go on a date. So if anything comes up, yeah, um, you're going to see it already. And then, like, oh, this is impressive. That means step up your shit before you get to meet me. So I don't have to go around saying like, oh, I'm on Forbes, I'm on this, I'm on that because it speaks for itself and I'm dope in real life. You know what I mean? So an article, article can't really depict who I am because it's just like on a specific topic, on a specific, you know, platform. So, okay. Cool. It helps. It, it looks good without you like kind of boasting about it. By you having having to talk about how great it is would therefore imply that it's not as great, right? You need <laughs> someone else to say all that shit about you. It's like your publicist. Exactly. You should exactly. talk about how great you are. That's what your publicist is for. That's what other people in your life they should. If you have to go, hey, by the way, I see my uh, yeah. work card in uh, high school. You're like, who gives a shit? I know. I I hate talking about myself and what what I do. So people, we we always get that question when we go on dates, like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, right. um, I do stuff. I just want to drink, <laughs> you know. But um, I I hate talking about myself. I'm like, oh, you know, I just do stuff. That's it. I do. <laughs> Oh, and a captain. Uh, it was obvious yes. he wanted me to further inquire about this fascinating article, so apprehensively I obliged. He sat there and essentially waited for me to read the entire text. Oh, that's classy, which I pretended to do. Oh, good, she's not really reading this. However, I did notice that this was some C-list website I've never heard of, and that the article was dated back to four years prior. Oh, great. Oh. I bet his mom posted it. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Don't worry if you don't understand much of it. I don't expect you to, Connor assured me. Ah, and he's condescending mansplaining. Fantastic. Uh, Connor assured me, I have a master's degree in applied economics, but thanks. Man, I am so hungover, he reiterated. Again, it was clear he wanted me to inquire as to why he was in fact hungover. And again, I humored him. Connor went on a disinteresting tangent about the clients he was out entertaining last night and how he brought in some big money for the hedge fund in which he is employed. I probably brought in around 100 million last night and I get like 20% of that. So I had to celebrate. Pretty exciting stuff. Yes, riveting. Definitely bullshit, but riveting. I excused myself to the ladies' room and while waiting in the queue, I received a text from Connor, which evidently was not intended for me. This is my favorite. You ever done this before? A few times. I've been guessing. <laughs> yeah. Did that happen mid-date or only like friends, people? Uh, friends and people. And screenshots I send to the actual person and not the person I was supposed to send it to. So I blame I blame the weed. Sometimes I just get really stoned and I get to because I like to, okay, I am an insta stalker. So I kind of go on like I, I go to people's page, I'm like, why does she wear that? Or why did she, you know, and then I just screenshot it. And then I end up sending it to the person. It only happened twice, but hey, it's okay. And when that happens too, do you come clean? Do you just go, hey, I fucked up. I'm really high. I just texted you something. Or do you go, hey, uh, that was a joke. I didn't mean to do that. No, I I probably just don't. I don't think I respond. I'm like, You're oh. Saying? Yeah, so, hey. Hey. <laughs> but I'm not like that anymore. I don't do that anymore. You can be however you want to be. I excuse myself, ladies. <laughs> right. Evidently, it was not intended for me. So he writes this. Hey, I'm out with this chick right now. She's pretty boring. But if I don't bring her back to my place, I'll swing by. Fantastic. I hope he has a sister. I returned to our spot at the bar and he expressed his embarrassment. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. 
I meant to send that to my friend, but I swear I was just fucking around with him. <laughs> no worries. I'm going to head out. Sorry. Sorry for being boring, I said. Connor threw out a more a few a, a, a pathetic apologies to salvage the situation, but I actually appreciated the excuse to make my exit. I stood in awkward silence as I waited to close my tab. Of course, he's not going to pay for it. When I left the building, he just made $20 million. Of course, he doesn't have money. When I left the building, I headed to another bar to grab drinks with some coworkers because I had a really cute outfit on. I'll be damned if I waste a cute outfit, especially on an asshole like Connor. We've all known a few Connors in our lives, haven't we? A few hours later, it was time to head home and surge pricing for Uber was unsettlingly high, so I opted for an Uber pool. When my chariot arrived, I hopped in and there he was, fucking Connor, with another girl. Also, Uber pool? Bro, didn't you just make 20 million last night? He looked at me as if he'd seen a ghost, but said nothing. It appeared the two had met at the bar and this lovely lady was accompanying him back to his apartment. Better you than me, sis. The car stopped in front of my apartment and I decided to make things interesting before I left. Bye, Connor. Had a great time with you earlier. They both stared at me, clearly taken aback, so I slammed the door shut. Talk about a terrible dating pool. Ha 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 ha. FML. Oh, so, God. I... Well... <clears throat> Listen, so dating, it's Shark Tank for you. Have you, uh, I guess we, we'll use that as a little springboard. Feel free. Yes. Uh, dates here. Give me, give me the lowdown. Give me the dirty. And feel free. This is like a free therapy session. You can blame. Okay. I, I, I can use this. Um, yeah. Well, I haven't been on a date in a very long, 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 long time. But I can recall the last date that I have been on. <clears throat> and that's probably why. Um, I haven't been on any dates recently. So um, he and Connor must be friends, obviously, because it's like the same. Now, um, this person is a comedian and I don't really like jesters. um, Mm -hmm. That's a great no one's referring yeah. to as a jester. That's totally right. Yeah. I don't like being like overly entertained. Like I just want it to kind of just be natural. Mm-hmm. So um, we were having a great time. Food was great. The vibe was great. And I think that we got kind of got into conversation about just like life and all of these things. And he starts to, as a comedian does, writes down jokes. Okay. And... He pulls out his phone every five minutes because he goes, oh, there's, that's a new joke. That's a new joke. So every, every little thing that he was saying, like he finds himself really funny yeah. and I didn't. So, uh, yeah, but he was like literally using, like make it, making material right there in the air. As a joke. So, that's great. So if you don't find someone funny, do you give them the courtesy laugh for the first couple minutes or do you just sit there and go, I'll laugh when it's funny? How far do you go to help someone's ego on a I, I I do this face. Like that. You see, it's just like, it's it's very expressionable. I'm here, kind of. Um, but you know what? I don't have to worry about Uber pools and all that stuff. I just get up and leave. Like, Oh, yeah. You're done. I, I princess parked right in the front. <laughs> And then dating apps for you, like what has been your experience? In the past, I was on seven to eight different dating apps. I was swiping through. I was texting as many people as I could get my hands on. I would Mm -hmm. try to text, you know, six to 10 people at 1 a.m. when I would just be halfway through a bottle of Jameson. Like what's your, what's your MO? What do you, what do you look for? Well, I don't, I don't have any dating apps at all. Oh, you're smart. Um, You're smart. Yeah, I, 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 I. I used to, but I, I feel like I was abusing it. I was the one that was abusing it. 
um, because the first person who's self-aware about dating apps, because to me, it's like a box of donuts. I can never have just one. Yeah, I was abusing it very, very hard. Like, um, I would approach myself like, oh, I just want to just meet people. But we don't, we all know what meet people mean. So I would just take, I would get free food out of it. Like I would go and get some drink. Like we'll go on a date or whatever. And I probably won't even see you again. And we'll go to a date and they'll pay for the food and all that kind of good stuff. And then I'm like, I just got some food and I come on back on home and that's it. So, and it was very few people that I would let like come over to my house. But then, yeah, because you don't want everybody at your house. But people be like, people eat people. People are crazy. I was surprised how many there were when I was dating women who I met on apps who would just invite me over. And I would just go, yeah. no, uh, why don't we just meet in public first? And I'd be like, you're not like asking guys to come over within the first week or the first. I'm like, you don't do that, right? Because that's not yeah. that's not good. That's not safe. That's There's a lot of crazy people, especially in this yeah. city. Absolutely. So I, I live by myself and I have to stay okay. protected. So I have to be mindful and responsible about who I let over here, what time I let them over here Absolutely. and what are they coming here for? But I'm now that everything is like quarantine and shut down, keep your ass at the house, six feet away. But I have this now, this is my new friend Popeyes. Is that your taser? Yes. Oh yeah. And yeah. this keeps me very, very like six feet apart. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. So if I get, if if you get too close to me in the grocery store, I'd say yeah, a, a solid seven. I'd give a solid seven feet with that one. That's a real you. you yes. You, yeah. Oh, that's good. So yeah. <laughs> when you're when you're on uh, uh, let's say not on the dating apps for a typical first date, are you okay with going out for dinner? That's all right. Or do you prefer the coffee date first, a day date to break some of the ice, see what the person's like. And then I, have- like, I like dinner dates. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm mainly working throughout the day. Like I don't right. want to just stop and then go have lunch or whatever. Like I'd rather do a dinner date because that way it's like all of my expectations for the day are kind of over. Mm-hmm. And I have this policy of, I have a zero flake policy. I don't care if you are the Easter Bunny. I don't care if you are Old Saint Nick. If you flake once, that's it. And I have I have to block you. I have to say thank you for the time because once you allow it one time, you get those red. That's a red flag automatically. <laughs> yeah. And I have to I have to do that to myself because I would allow people to just keep oh why well, can't do it today or you know and then just keep playing with you. Yeah. So I have a zero flake policy. The, the the moment that you flake, you have to go on the block list. That's it. I don't care. So let's see. Have you been like ghosted numerous times? Because I feel like ghosting, especially in LA and New York, is the biggest thing. I even have friends now who, while they're meeting people via apps on through quarantine, ghost them still, which to me is always the most infuriating thing to happen and like I got ghosted mid-date once like it was beautiful we met like at Starbucks and then I could tell it just wasn't it wasn't a good vibe and she wanted to go so she's like oh um my sister has a thing I have to go to the valley and I was like okay sure why don't you go and she's like why don't you um we'll we'll still talk and maybe we can like can we go to dinner later and I was like oh okay yeah so maybe this is legit and then she's like, just follow me, okay? I'm like, great. So we pull up 
And literally at the stoplight, she just runs it and guns the other direction that she told me to go and just vanishes. Now, at the end of the day, I'm gonna be honest, that's a great ghost. So I give respect and props to a great ghost, but most of the time, I find it just, it's just kind of disheartening and it just hurts people. So like, why would you even talk yeah. to people? Especially when, like when they're posting on social media, like they're clearly doing stuff and you know, people like us, I mean, we're, we're always posting stuff on social media. People know we're, you know, and no one's busy these days. People used to be able to get away with, oh, I'm busy right now. There's stuff. You're like, what? You're doing the yeah. same thing. I always say that because I always get the whole I'm busy thing. And I'm like, well, uh, I work more than you, you know. But at the end of the day, people make time for what they really want to make time for. So that's not an excuse no more about busy because I'm busy all the time, but I still have time to take care of. Yeah, I take care of my house plants. Like I love them. So Absolutely. if I love them, I'm going to take care of them and take the time out to do that. So if you really care about something, you'll make the time out for it, regardless of what you have to do. R.I.P. Seller, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know. Ah, soon enough, know. there will be there will be another. So uh, <laughs> walk me through this process because I'm um, obviously very impressed. You started your own business, and not only that, but uh, from what I see, your your company is Bat Me Cosmetics. Yes. And um, what's cool is that you're getting all this attention, but you're still not raising the prices. Your, your prices aren't shooting through the roof for what you offer. And I think yeah. that's amazing because to me, that's good customer service. And that's how you build a great brand. There's no reason to gouge people through the eyes right now. People are broke enough trying to figure out how they're going to you know, pay certain bills, how they're going to pay rent. Why don't you walk us through the process, creating Dami Cosmetics, and uh, what you guys are specifically doing now that um, helps uh, the cause and kind of like what's going on all around us. Okay, uh, sure. So Bat Me Cosmetics, I got the name Bat Me because it's a, like kind of like a dad joke, if you will. Um, like when you have your lashes and you bat them like that, it's like Bat Me because we originally started selling lashes. So mm -hmm. Bat Me, lashes, didums, like that. So, <laughs> so, right. So that's kind of what it kind of stuck with that. And uh, it became, it was, at first it was a side hobby. It wasn't something that I didn't expect it to be as big as it is now. So I was like, well, how can I always make sure I look good without ever having to pay for it again? And it was, if I start a makeup company, then I can save some money. Then I have money. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, yes, I'm, you were, I'm wearing all about me today. I'm a walking billboard. Oh, I have to. Me. Yes. Yeah, so uh, that's very cool because you literally are then the walking billboard for your company because you must get comments all the time like, oh, your makeup looks great. Your lashes like, what do you do? And you're like, it's actually yeah. my own stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, like I said, I hate talking about myself. So I'm like, oh, yeah. And it, it kills me to say I have my own makeup company. It's oh, called no, this. You should because you're kicking ass. Like no one's going to. That's what's you're doing something cool, though. It's not like you're like, hey, uh, I manage a hedge fund and I just made uh, $10 million. Yeah, I don't want to be a conner, okay? So I just don't talk about it at all. No, 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 thank you. Okay? <laughs> exactly. And okay. girls can be conners too. So I don't want to be that. They're Karens. Uh, I think yeah. if, if there's Karens, then Connor is the male Karen. And it, yeah, it's a financial jackass who won't shut up and probably talks about <laughs> their dick uh, because they're so freaking insecure about it. Like, oh, yes. I, wasn't. I know. <laughs> So, um, it, so that became a thing. And then after like the first year, I started receiving messages from people from all over the country saying like, Hey, I love your stuff. I love your lashes. They really changed my life. And I'm like, it's just makeup. 
<laughs> but then I realized that these people are fellow performers and fellow people in my community who can now see themselves being represented in these brands and realizing that if you look good, then you'll you'll feel good and then, you know, you'll continue to buy good. So I feel like that has now over the past two and a half years evolved into a community and not just a brand that we're just selling makeup. So I know my customers by, by face. I know where, where the stuff is going. That's I know their cool. favorite things. And, and they are, aren't afraid to hit me up like, hey, when are you restocking this? Because they know that I'm going to respond. And I know you. That's so cool. Yeah. So you, you're literally operating like a cosmetics brand that is helping people. But at the same time, you have a little bit like a mom pop shop like mentality like you know all your customers you know everybody you know what they want um how do you let's see so what are your plans as this keeps growing I know obviously you're you know you're you're doing your own thing here what where do you where do you want to see this like in five years or what's your dream down the line is do you want to see yourself like on a billboard with it do you want people to be able to look up and find you do you want to inspire the next generation what's your uh give me you well, the thing is right now, like, uh, well, Bat Me is always about giving back to our community. So um, as so right now, for the month of June, we are donating our profits and we're doing a pretty much a statement. We're selling out all of our inventory on the website to uh, donate our profits to the Black Trans Emergency Fund. So these are the women that are out on the front lines protesting for our rights and protesting for what is right. And they are being arrested. And these women are now placed not in female jail where they belong for the holding or whatnot. They're placed in men men jail cells and then treated unfairly, unequally. Uh, yeah. And it's not a safe environment. So if me selling lashes and selling makeup and you know little things like that can can uh help for a bigger cause then i'm okay with that now fast forward to five years from now i see myself providing more opportunities providing more representation for people like me and people like you know anybody that's poc or lgbt and i i see myself making sure that we have more jobs for the for the people that continue to help my business grow and once I get enough coin, let's oh, yeah. say that I, I want to provide more jobs and provide that's, more opportunities. That's fantastic. Well, mm-hmm. I, I just wish you Godspeed on all of that. Like you're amazing. Thank you. Share your link to like my friends, especially like other people looking to support businesses right yes. now, people of color. Like, I think it's very important. And I feel like we're like my, my fiance, Amy, like we love the last bookstore, right? Like we, that was like where we had our first date downtown and it was like a very special place um, but the first time, like, I'm actually looking at businesses, like, who, where are Black-owned bookstores or places, mm-hmm. like, to put our money and, like, do other stuff right now? And I think it's just things that you, you've thought of maybe in your mind in the past, but you've never thought, oh, no, we actually need to support and everybody needs to kind of, like, join in and do all of this. Um, so Absolutely. That's it, very cool what you're saying. Um, so that's great. And how long ago did you launch Bat Me Cosmetics? Uh, we launched it in 2017, but we did the uh, the expansion uh, last year. Oh, cool. And then mm-hmm. you also talked about, I feel like in another interview, um, I was reading up on you that you said you went to DragCon last year, which for me, please, I'm like the nerdiest kid out of Ohio. <laughs> so please explain to me, to other people who might be listening, 
what is DragCon? Everything about oh it. Oh my God, yes. So DragCon has, okay, so let's start with what DragCon is. DragCon is a convention that celebrates the art of drag. Now, it comes from the RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, RuPaul put it together so to meet all the queens from the, the contestants from the shows. But this is also a chance for all of the like-minded people mm -hmm. from all walks of life. And drag doesn't necessarily have to be a man dressed as a woman or whatever the case. There's, there's female women or female women. There are females who dress as women like drag. So okay. these are just different like alternative type creatives and they all come together and they all share their looks. And these are people who are doing cosplay and, you know, meeting their favorite contestants from the shows. And then there's me who wants to go and support and celebrate these wonderful people. Yeah. And people come up to me and say, I know you, I wear, I'm wearing your lashes right now, or oh, I'm wearing so your cool. eyeshadows. And I'm like, looking around like you're talking to me with a half hot dog in my mouth like oh my god thank you so i put the hot dog down wipe the mustard and give them a little mustard hug you know but it's, it's great and i i'm so glad that people don't mind coming up to me too and i'm like i'm not rupaul but hey i'll take it <laughs> That needs to, yeah, this should be the name of a, a tell-all book you do one day. I'm not, yes, but I'll take it. But I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I also uh, caught you on uh, Gayish 2 on YouTube, which I love. Yes. So was that, can you tell me how that came about? And for other people, I, I definitely recommend to check out because I think it's, it's just telling a different type of story. It's telling a story that maybe we haven't heard as much. Uh, and I think it's very unique and important to hear. So maybe- Absolutely. So uh, thank you to Impulse Los Angeles and Brad Hammer for letting me be a part of this project. Now, I'm not an actor at all. I can act like I like people, but well, I'm not like the, like, you know, I'm not a Viola Davis up in the streets. Sure. So I was like, okay, when I got the script, it, it required a lot from me. And I was like, I've never done this before. I've never acted in my life, but I want to make sure I tell the story. So I kind of found myself playing into what we experience in real life. Mm -hmm. And I tried to emulate the character. So it was something different that you don't get to see from glammed up Jayla or, you know, doing the Batman stuff. So it was a totally different like turn yeah. of, of events for me. And I was like, I'm going to be dedicated to it. Uh, you're going to see me without a wig on. You're going to see me oh, crying. Man. You're going to see me going through the hardship because there is a girl somewhere in this world that experienced that. And if I can help tell that story, I'm talking to somebody, even though if, if I may have not experienced it personally, I'm talking to somebody and that's, and I feel like I've got a positive response from that movie. And uh, yeah, Gage 2 is available right now. Oh, sweet. Well, everybody check out Gage 2. I loved it. I just, to me, it was very interesting to also, anytime there's a group of people, I feel like different groups of people in history have been marginalized, have been targeted. And so to me, it was, it was interesting to see then that even in the gay community, there was this feeling of like, ah, we don't want to be around you or, ah, this isn't, that's not quite who we are. We don't want to associate with that. And just to mm -hmm. think, oh my gosh, like to be then like trans women of color, like they have maybe the most to persevere through because then on top of a white, straight, whatever world there is then in the world of their own. And I've never understood people, once you've had something done to you, 
sometimes in a weird way, they almost kind of relish the fact to go, to look at another group and go, well, now you have to go through it because we did yeah. it. Now it's your turn. And you're like, to me, it's so counterproductive, but at the same time, you know, I, I, I'm a white guy speaking, speaking from privilege. Yeah. I don't know. So. Well, the, the best thing I can say right now, because the question is for everyone is how can I help? If I don't understand or if I don't know anyone, how can I help? And I say, take the time out to listen and don't ask other people to do the research for you. You know what I mean? Like you can't say, well, you can't ask all your black friends. Well, how can I be a better white person? You know what I mean? You have to kind of just do the work yourself and know where it's coming from and know that it's, it's, uh, all of our problems, you know what I mean? So like, how can we live in a place or how can we lay our heads down knowing that there are people being mistreated for just practically living, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you, Adam, giving the platform and letting me be able to share my story and, you know, talk about Batman and what we're doing, you're doing what we are asking is just giving the people the voices that we, you know, that people have never even heard of me I'm in, being introduced to a new audience. So thank That's you. That's fantastic. Well, it's the least I could do. Please. Thank you. Come on. You're coming on the show. You're <laughs> I didn't do anything. You're doing it. All right. We talked about some bad dates. We talked about how you went yes. out with Jester. I'm so sorry. Isn't that? I, I, used, I used to do the faux pas thing. Um, uh, my usual first dates, I would invite women to come out and watch me do stand up. And then I would also drink during the evening. So by the end, I would usually go, okay, I'm going to give you just a real in-depth look as to what I'm like and the jokes I like to make. And if you don't like that, um, then there's no reason to waste the next three months because there's going to be nothing besides this reveal that's going to be appealing to you. Uh, But that never, ever worked. And it was usually terrible uh, because the first day you should be talking and getting to know someone you're you're right. doing the smile. You're doing the forced smile right now. I know you don't think. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> no, good. but I I just have a thing about going to like stand up for a first day. Yeah, especially too like you get a good racist comic, someone saying some stuff just to put some just some bad vibes in the room, and then you got to deal with that, and then you're like, why would you uh, do this? And you're like. All right, so we discussed obviously some red flags, like my hashtag transition. Yes. We'll be talking about uh, the next segment here. Uh, I'm going to read you some red flags, and these uh, would be your usual red flags when we're dating in the normal world. However, because we're in a pandemic and things are changed, I want you to hear these red flags through the blinders of quarantine and answer okay. me after I read all three. Which one to you, in the words of Step Brothers, is your bugaboo, your hell no that you're dealing with during a pandemic? All right, number one, super clingy. Well, that could be nice. They always need you. Uh, number two, tells you to calm down after everything you say. Now, as someone who lives with their fiance, I can tell you that's a crackerjack idea. And uh, number three, as long as you date them, you can only eat food off the dollar menu. So maybe some indigestion, not sure what's going to happen there with your uh, intestinal tract, but we have super clingy, tells you to calm down after everything you say, Connor, and as long as you date them, you can only eat food off the dollar menu, so at least you're saving money. Walk me through your thought process here. What you thinking? I'm going to have to go with tells you to calm down. 
that's microaggression. And especially as a black woman, I get that a lot speaking when I'm, when I'm trying to, cause I also do like a little bit of producing on the side. Yeah. So you and I can say the same exact sentence. Yes. And they get taken two different ways. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like we're, we are total opposite. We are polar opposites. So if you say, Adam says, the sky is blue. Jayla says, the sky is blue. Sky. It's fact. But do you want to hear it from me? Or do you, like, there's some type of like ego struck in thing that happens to people and it's like well I'm not gonna let this woman let alone a black woman tell me you know what to do so I I I feel those microaggressions a lot about like well you don't have to get sassy with me or you don't have to you know and I'm like well I didn't get sassy and this is the only volume that I talk so I don't really raise my voice oh sure um so a lot of people could see it as like you know they can, know. Know. they can see it as that. I can tell you, I definitely, I can easily go from zero to 100 very quickly. I have definitely like a little yeah. bit of uh, my father's mannerisms. I can focus and think of one thing. However, my thing is, I just want to talk about it, hash it out, get it done so that we can move on. I don't want to bring it up again. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want in another month go, well, and you know, last month you did this. Like, I just want it gone. So yeah. that's that, my thing is conflict resolution. I'll definitely mess up. I'll definitely probably say some stupid shit and then I'll go, fuck, like I'll look back. But I've learned, um, I think as JK Rowling has taught us, when you double down and just don't want to listen to what people are saying, you're going to uh, kind of miss the point. Uh, but then again, I've never been a billionaire and had people tell me yes all the time. So I don't really know what it's like to live in that world. But unfortunately- and I don't know her, so- <laughs> We're even. We are even. I've just learned, I'm sure, like, I've just learned just to shut up or just like, or just say, just apologize and but, but listen, because it's not, again, I don't know what it's like to walk in your shoes. I don't know what you've gone through. So for me yeah. to have my type, shoes are really, really high. Yeah. Um, I would like, walk in your shoes. <laughs> my ankles are weak. I would, I need, you know, I, I need my you need uh, high heel training. High, it's good for the, it's good for the like, calves and the ass if you want to wear heels ah, calves and the ass. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, <laughs> all right we've gone through uh some red flags here next up <laughs> segment is date dump divorce it's our own variation of fuck Mary kill but of course because this is horribly hollywood single not well adjusted dating the person i love single um i'm gonna throw some names at you now okay uh, you're a very special guest you're a guest who not only has used makeup but that has become part of your identity and that has become part of a brand so i picked three names here where makeup not only became part of who they are but also became part of their brand now i heard before from uh your interview with roxy which i love that interview you typically you. go for white guys but sometimes you can be attracted <laughs> to girls so i have three names here i'm gonna <gasps> Wait, who put you up to this? You tell me whatever you want. Listen, I'm very nervous right now as a straight white guy. I might say or do something wrong. So in case if I, I'm sorry. No, all right, if they're, okay, well, let me let me just plug before we play. If there are any single men, it doesn't matter what color you are. Okay. I am horribly single. Um, I can't, we probably won't go on a date right now because of quarantine. Okay. But we can definitely like um, FaceTime. Okay. And yeah, my, my inbox is open. Your inbox is open. By the way, I want to say what I love about you too. 
you wrote back to me like right away when I was writing about, can you do the show? Cause sometimes people write me like, how do you do the show? I'm like, literally, if you message me or if I message you and you email back, that's it. But some people take a couple weeks. You didn't. Thank yes. you so much. So I, well, I've been a fan of the show before I got on. So I'm oh, like, I've been following it. the Instagram stop and everything. Stop it. You're going to make I have. Blush. <laughs> I'm gonna blush. This is me blushing. Can you see how pale I am? All right. <laughs> Now I have three names. I hope I don't. Okay. I hope I don't mess this up. I hope I. I picked icons. Icons. Now imagine okay. some of these people, unfortunately, are deceased. I imagine them in their prime. I know. So okay. I'm sorry. So first one, David Bowie. Because come on, that's that guy made it. Oh man, you don't like the pick. I, I can pick another person. I can do. Do you want me, David Bowie? Okay. Prince. Come on. I think Prince is sexy. I can say whoever you want. And then finally. Um, I picked a lady. She's also a trailblazer, hailed as uh, the woman who redefined cosmetics for women of color, Iman, who coincidentally was married to David. Brings it all back. Right. It sounds yeah. like a good, like, I could be a good thruple with them. Um, However, because we were talking about Connor before, I didn't get any cornbread, <laughs> you know, Nebraskan men. So I could. I know. Let's see. Tom Welling, who played Clark Kent in Smallville. That, yes. That's cornbread, right? Uh, let's see. Ooh, Chris Hemsworth. I'll do this right now at the top of my head, right? Tom Welling, okay. Chris Hemsworth. And then let's see. Uh, I'm going to throw in a, uh, a British guy, another British guy here for you. Although Hemsworth is Australian. That doesn't count. He just does a British accent for Thor. Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm stealing from the Marvel. Okay. Charming. Or, okay. Or I... Tell me what, what, you're, what you want and then I'll, I'll, I'll match it to that. <laughs> Well, then that's not fair because I'll tell you all all the good ones. Okay, so let's 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 just go with that. Let's just go with the the, the superhero man. I'm willing. Um, oh, maybe. Okay, so and and what are the choices again? It is date, dump, divorce. So date could be like a couple of one night stands. It could be like for a month, whatever's happening. Dump. Uh, you went out with him maybe once. You were done. And then divorced, you cared about him enough to get married. Maybe there was something there. Maybe there's kids you don't know. But finally, you were just like, okay. just give me the money. I want to get out of here. Tom Mulling, Chris Hemsworth, um, Benedict Cumberbatch. I have recently been divorced to Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, here we go. He wanted to be in London the whole time. You just didn't feel it? I it's, It just rains there a lot. And I just... You know, I couldn't handle the quantum realm. You know, it was a lot of that. So, uh, uh, it, I have to be, um, I would divorce, yeah. But I still care. We still uh, go to the Hamptons, you know, that kind of thing together. Yeah. He'll take you out. You go to Coachella. He gets like, yeah. We're, we're really good friends and, you know, that. He's been a fan of Batney Cosmetics from the beginning. Like, he helped, yes. you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> divorce. Uh, Got it. Okay, so who? What's the what's the next one? Dating. I'm dating Tom. I'm dating Tom. Like in yes. his time when he just started on Smallville, and he was like a bit more chiseled in his twenties, or a bit more now. He's a little bigger. He's got you know the kind of salt and peppery thing going on. What's a little bit more now? I I kind of like the I don't like I, I don't like the heartthrob look. Like you don't have like it's just. But you just like too much. You like beefcake a little bit, but just not so not like the full. Not like cream. not like polished beefcake. 
Uh, I like my I like my beefcake to be like yeah I like scruffy beefcakes that is a new eyeshadow I'm coming out with next week (laughs) scruffy beefcakes make sure you get it (laughs) gestures yeah okay so I'm here for the scruffy beefcake so I definitely am dating that right now oh you did and then you would have just had a one night stand dump Chris Hemsworth come on what woman yeah why not I mean he does it anyway he doesn't my yeah my fiance told me if that ever happens you know yeah he does it anyway so i mean i'm just gonna have to if if we can we say that on here i don't want to get sued but what do you mean? he does it anyway yeah he, he, he on the side you mean move on move on <laughs> can you tell how fast i things up jayla can you tell how fast? Uh, yeah all right so we got a little date dump divorce here. We're moving on.org. And uh, let's see. So, all right. <sighs> Advice time. Were you ever a fan of the show Lost? You ever watch Lost? Uh, you're, you're giving I'm me a, a look. No, okay. I'm so, aware. <laughs> I'm aware there is a show at one, <laughs> at one point called Lost that J.J. Abrams may or may not have been attached to. Okay, <laughs> so let's just imagine a sci-fi room, okay? I come up to you and I go, hey, Jayla, how you doing? You're about to walk into this room uh, and you're gonna come face to face with your 18 year old self. Can't explain to you how the physics work. This isn't back to the future. There's no 1.21 gigawatts, 88 miles per hour. There's none of that. It's just a room. You're gonna come face to face, 18 year old you. You have 90 seconds. What do you tell yourself? Go. Hey bitch. I have to start with that. I almost say, hey bitch. Um, (laughs) I would say, you don't have all the answers right now and what feels like forever isn't going to be like this always continue to live in your truth continue to be the best person continue to get the education continue to have the friends live freely live boldly because in about like two or three years you're going to experience a lot of eye-opening things in your life and your life is going to shift for the what seems like to be the better and you're going to learn from that and it's all uphill from there so whatever you're feeling right now is not forever trouble don't last always that was good Thank you for that sharing. 90 seconds? I don't know. That was about, <laughs> that was, you know what? That was a 60 to 90. I'll take it. That was absolutely yeah, okay. beautiful. You know what you should do too? You should like do recordings because I just got calmer listening to you say that everything was going to be okay. So I'm just saying, if you ever like make an app that says like, you know, Jayla says it's okay. I would listen to you like in affirmations because you have a very calming voice. So Thank you. Oh my God. I have a, I have a calming voice. Yeah, no, I felt much better listening to you. I was like, oh, everything's going to be okay. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking. Thank you. We, we, have, we have a lot of things going on in our heads. We're performers, we're producers. We're, we're constantly running in this little rat race and there's a lot of things going on, but yeah, it's very nice, very nice. Yeah, well, thank you. Namaste. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, okay, perfect. So uh, we're wrapping up here on the show. Um, please, if you can uh, give us like, handles stuff online any new things coming out where we can check out stuff that you've done uh throw it at us 
Yes, absolutely. So right now, like I said, we are on the journey to completely selling out of the inventory for Batney Cosmetics. So if you can, whatever you can find that's available, buy it because we are helping fund the Black Trans Emergency Fund for these people who have been fighting for it, not just trans people, for everybody. Um, Also, uh, I got to give a shout out to After Buzz, my lovely uh, panel co-host for Drag Race, Ollie, Jackie, and Mark are holding it down right now. I'm not on the show right now because I took some time off to work on the newest thing that I'm, which is um, the first ever POC LGBT streaming service, which is called Remedy uh, Remedy TV. That's R-E-M-I-D-I. And I'm one of the producers and the creator of it. So I wanted to make sure that I continue to tell the stories and see the representation and give these people the platforms that they also need because there are a lot of talented people out there that don't get the opportunity like After Buzz or that they are all the way in Iowa and haven't been able to express themselves fully. So I want to make sure that I give this authentic storytelling through art and shows and music and all that kind of thing. So Remedy TV is coming out pretty soon and that's what I've been working on. So yeah, I'm all over the place and you can keep up with me on Instagram at who is Rocks. That's two X's. Two X's and that's uh, Remedy, R-E-M-I-D-I? Yes, Remedy TV. Remedy TV. And then is that, it's going to be like its own app or will that be online like on YouTube or something it's, like that? It's going to be its own actual app. So you can watch it on Apple TV, iOS, Roku, Google Play, all that fun stuff. So oh, I can't great. wait. It's going to be really exciting. Oh, that's amazing. Well, congrats yeah. on that. Um, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming and laughing and talking about some awkward dates and talking, you know, yes. divorce rolling with me on that one. Uh, red flags. I think you're absolutely wonderful. Um, I just want to end here with a little uh, saying, as I like to do every week about dating. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, here we go. By the way, Jayla Rocks, be sure to check out everything she's doing. I think she's absolutely wonderful. Thank Definitely you. Wonderful. Thank you. All right. Dating is like stepping into the shower after an 18-hour day on your feet, only to find that the water's been shut off. Dating in LA, same thing, except as you get out half wet and shivering, you step on dog poop and slip and do the splits on the floor. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Adam Carr, the only guy with a giant poster of his head in front of a giant James Vanderbeek melon here. I just want to thank you all for joining us today, Talking Bad Days. I want to thank my fantastic guest, Jayla Rocks, for being absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you to Brianna for producing. Thank you to the Afterbus family for still keeping the show going. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, this is Adam Carr. Excuse me, I almost forgot. Reminding you, stay horrible, stay single. Hey, we don't judge. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs>